Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Sacred Shame. I'm wet Seamus Harvey out in the streets of New Orleans, wind whipping by the microphone because we had a tropical storm hit today. Lots of fun. This town is really gun shy around storms. You know, Katrina just, just kind of did us in for that. But this was pretty, pretty okay. I'm in one piece. The town seems to be okay. Flooding, minimal, maybe even negligible. It's not bad. How are you? (sighs) I was worried, not gonna lie. Cause you know, it seems like the shit's just been piling up, right? Diseases, pandemics, house arrest, Murder hornets. I don't think we've even talked about murder hornets. I think they made that shit up, but murder hornets, you heard about them, probably. And yeah, and then, of course, like a tropical storm boarding on a hurricane is going to come pile right in on top. Sounds par for the course. But we're doing good. We're doing all right. Everybody that I know and care about in New Orleans is doing about as good as they can be at the present moment. It's the power of positive thinking, setting good intentions, knowing that even if this sucks right now, it's not going to suck forever, whether you like it or not. So we've talked a lot about keys to finding exorcists, finding that something that connects you with something higher than yourself. We've talked about a lot of fun ones. BDSM, power exchange, meditation, prayer, psychedelics. But you can get to that state from uh, not the healthiest, not the healthiest standpoints. Um, When I had Mean Streak Mile Wide, the um, superhero... New York public defender and world-class endurance athlete on the program a couple of weeks ago. He talked about the concept of there being something beautiful when you just break. Mentally, physically, you just break and there's nothing left and you just let go. Now, he was talking about that in terms of running yourself to death, working yourself to death, pushing yourself. Um, But there's one way that I've run into that that I would have rather not. And I'd be interested to know if anyone else has had this problem too. I suffer from insomnia. And I'll tell you what, if you like hallucinating... Try staying awake, no rest, no little power naps under your desk for 72 hours straight, and you will trip like you just ate three hits. You just physically lose the ability to hold on to yourself as a person. That ego just has to go away. There's just nothing left there to contain it and you break apart 
and hopefully you come back together again. So why am I talking about this today? Well, pandemics, house the rest, horrible civil unrest with these racist ass fucking police shooting people, murdering black men. It's pretty easy to get sleepless nights. So I have been not quite there, not quite to hallucination level not sleeping, but not far. I can see it in my sights. So I thought I would uh, bring it up here. Ask the studio audience if anyone else here has had severe issues with sleep deprivation and insomnia. Is that you? That's better. Inside, out of the crazy rain and wind, but still here. So, have you had any experience with extreme insomnia? Have you ever actually been awake for longer than three days? Not like pretty much awake, not like small naps, but like totally awake. 72 plus hours. It's a trip, quite literally. (sighs) It's free. Uh, It's definitely a cheap way to get there, but it's not super enjoyable. But maybe it is. I mean, you know, when you get to that lobby, when you get to that, (laughs) that room outside of yourself, does it really matter how you got there? It's a good question. I would love love input on that from anyone that has had this experience i am gonna go to commercial break and come back and talk to you about the three or four times in my life where this has been something that i've experienced over a period of time and the situations that were involved therein this is seamus harvey This is the sacred shame. You're here once again, and I will be right back after these messages. Hey everyone, Seamus Harp here. Super excited to talk about my new sponsor, Ama Healing, amahealing.co. They are manufacturers and purveyors of fine hemp extracts, CBD products, phytocannabinoids, all of the good health things to get your body in the best shape possible uh, from a mentality and focus standpoint. And I use these fuckers every day. Literally, uh, their CBD extract and their um, Elevate Elixir, I credit with basically keeping me alive. Uh, If you're a, a, a listener to the show, you'll know that I've been dealing with cancer uh, for the last six months or so, and um, just from the cancer and the inflammation and the treatment for the cancer, I feel foggy in the brain uh, a lot of the time, and the products from amahealing.co, specifically the CBD oil, hemp extract, and, uh, and the Elevate Elixir are really doing so much to keep me from being foggy and just feeling like bleh. And the team is amazing. Matt, Ted, all the guys and gals and peoples at amahealing.co. 
Love you guys so much. Uh, go to Amahealing, A-M-M-A-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot C-O. Use the code BUCKCANCER and uh, maybe get a little discount from uh, from your boy Seamus Harvey. Again, that's Amahealing, A-M-M-A-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot co. I am Seamus Harvey. And we're back. You're here on The Sacred Shame with me, Seamus Harvey, talking about how to get into an altered headspace by just not fucking sleeping. Yeah. Jury's out on whether this is a good plan or not. It doesn't really feel good. Definitely not on the way there. But, um, you know, if all roads lead to odds, tomato, tomato, maybe. I don't know. I still think I'd rather go another way. Definitely would rather drop acid, but okay. So the first time, the first time I experienced extreme insomnia um, was in a war zone in the Middle East. I was serving in the U.S. Army and something about random artillery attacks uh, make sleep very hard even when they don't come for a while then you start second guessing yourself like are, why aren't they coming why aren't they shooting anymore um, and I was very young and understood a lot less than I do now and I mean I still understand very very little but I understood a whole lot less when I was like 22 but damn, did I think that I knew everything. Seriously. <sighs> That's the whole problem with youth. Is that you're super confident that you know way more than you do. <sighs> oh, to be young and dumb. Instead of just old and not quite as dumb. But yeah, that was, um, that was my first experience. It was in an, an anxiety situation. Um, both directly while I was deployed and after I, uh, after I returned back stateside and it was hard to integrate back into civilian life. And when I did sleep, I would constantly wake up startled thinking that we were under attack again. Yeah, not great, not great. So that was my first real experience with insomnia. Uh, my second experience with insomnia was probably about 10 years later and totally self-induced. I um, had a wonderful, terrible bout with um, methamphetamine addiction. Now, meth's one of those drugs that you see the faces of meth posters and you're just like, oh, it's just trailer park trash, just garbage people do meth. <laughs> Not really. There's a lot of sort of captains of industry type people that do methamphetamine. Not because they want to tweak, but because they want another four hours, five hours in their day. And it does the job. 
but it's super, super easy to overdo it. And if you think that you're managing it well, even over an extended period of time, something like um, <sighs> trauma in your life, life changes, just some shock to the system can push it from well-managed into spiraling tweaker out of control. And I got separated from my ex-wife and kind of spiraled into a pit. And it was not good. So that was, that was probably the longest period of insomnia I had. And I was definitely fueling that fire myself, throwing another rock of, rock of meth on the fire. Um, and those were some very, very intense hallucinations. I mean, very, very similar to, I won't say that they're, they're not really similar to, to acid because I've always found that LSD to be, be enjoyable and rewarding, even if it's hard and difficult, like just, it's always been ultimately a net positive experience, but this was more like, um, paranoia, (laughs) with um with visuals uh yeah not great not great uh but it definitely will happen so yeah you can definitely you can definitely supercharge yourself into a a multi-day no sleep till brooklyn situation would not recommend it but it does happen and then the third my third bout with insomnia, you know, past, past 72 hours fairly regularly was I had, all right, I mean, I still have, I have a lovely, lovely daughter that was diagnosed um, with juvenile onset diabetes or type one diabetes. And she was very young. She was five. And there's not really a good way for that to happen. There's not really like a clean, happy way um, for you to find out that you have type 1 diabetes as a child. It's always this sort of train wreck of a kid getting unbelievably sick and nobody having any idea what's going on and you thinking that they're going to die and then figuring out this is the issue and then having to learn all of what this autoimmune disease means and how a pancreas is supposed to work and how it doesn't work now. And what happens when blood sugars get too high? What happens when blood sugars get too low? What's glycogen? What's, you know, what's all of this stuff? And there was a long, lot of nights, a lot of nights of not sleeping there from fear, from fear that I was going to go to sleep and that my daughter's blood sugar was going to spike or drop in the middle of the night and I was going to wake up and she was going to be dead because I went to sleep. Yeah, that'll keep you up. It really will. But there, in that anxiety-ridden, self-induced torture pit, hell, 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 complete ego dissolution and you're just there 
fully present in the moment. Not a good way to get there. Kind of sneaking up the back stairs of the evil mountain. But in that same room, I have no idea why this is the podcast topic tonight, other than you know, there's no judgment as to what your choices for keys are in this world. And this is one. And I guess I'm talking about it because I feel it now, because there's all of this anxiety in the world right now. Just sort of back to back to back to back to back, you know, 2020 shadow ban pandemic anxiety tour, disease pandemic, house arrest, civil unrest, murderous bastard cops, hurricane, tropical storm slash hurricanes, murder hornets. And I've definitely had a couple of sleepless nights in a row. Not quite 72 hours, not not quite to that precipice, but enough to remember what it's like. How about you? How are you sleeping? One eye open? Not at all. This is a weird dimension we're in. And it is constantly surprising how we choose to spend our time here. I hope that you are all dry and sleeping and in the best mental state that you can find yourself in these days. I am Seamus Harvey, and this has been Sacred Shame. See you tomorrow.